Hi there, and welcome back to Mozercast Learning Points. My name is Rob. And I'm Johnny. And we're two junior doctors in the northeast of England. In these tracks, we answer common questions and concerns from beleaguered, entirely real medical students about practical difficulties in the long case exams. The students may be fake, but the problems are all too real. This episode's question is from Ramsey in Bolton. Hi, Moslecast. I can't help panicking about these exams. There's so much pressure. What should I do if something goes horribly wrong? Well, that's a really common fear. The first thing we should say is the majority of people smash these exams. You've been preparing for these in in one way or another for all of medical school, so you will be fine. Plus, you've done the best possible thing to prepare. Spend loads of time seeing patients with rare conditions? No. Got stuck in helping out the junior doctors on the wards? No. Done loads of revision circuits with your friends? No. Listen to Moslecast, of course. All joking and painful product placement aside, the long case's bark is worse than its bite. But sometimes things can and do go wrong on the day. Whilst we've spent the past few seasons doing our best to help you avoid that, here we'll discuss just what to do when something goes unexpectedly awry. Problem one, the practical stuff. Let's tackle the big one straight away. What to do when something goes wrong with the format of the exam? The examiner doesn't seem to be listening. The patient becomes unwell or is in too much pain to examine. The equipment in the room won't work or there's just not the right kit. There's an interruption for a fire alarm or some other emergency. The list of worst case scenarios goes on and on. And whilst just thinking about them can bring you out in a cold sweat, the solution to them all is the same. Tell someone. Straight away. If there is a practical problem with the stuff the university is in charge of arranging, patients, examiners or resources, then there's a very high chance you'll be able to resit that station. However, this can only be done if the staff running the examination are immediately alerted to the problem. If you wait until after the exam, when you're talking it through with your mates, or even worse, when you get your results, then there is nothing the university can do. The few nightmare cases we've heard of, when people have ended up failing long case exams through no fault of their own, they never raised their concerns on the day. We cannot stress this point enough. If there's a problem with the organisation or structure of an exam, no matter how small, let someone know as soon as possible. Problem two. You've no idea what the diagnosis is. Well, we've covered how to approach this from a history-taking point of view in some of the earlier seasons, but it's worth mentioning again here. Often the patients brought in may have rare conditions, but will have common, core-presenting complaints or signs. You're not expected to know the ins and outs of every single eponymous syndrome under the sun, but you should be able to apply a safe structure and come up with sensible plans, no matter what you're presented with. As long as you have a thorough history, slick examination, and thought-through differentials with a safe plan, you'll smash the exam. Even if you have no idea what the condition was at the end of the day. We've heard countless stories of students all coming up with very different diagnoses for the same case, but all doing really well, because they had a strong, safe, and systematic approach to the exam. Problem three. You don't know the answer to a question. Be honest about it. It's obvious to an examiner if you're making something up and can come across as unsafe. But don't stop there. Explain what you would do 
in light of the fact you're unsure. Consulting a senior, reviewing trust or nice guidelines, they're all entirely reasonable options and make you seem like a safe clinician who escalates appropriately. It may also not be a bad thing that you don't know the answer. Examiners are very good at pushing you to the limits of your knowledge. So if you're being asked incredibly difficult questions, it's usually a sign that things are going rather well, actually. Problem four. You've gone down the wrong track. This happens more often than you'd think. Halfway through an examination, you've, you've had an epiphany and realise you're doing completely the wrong examination. Something suddenly clicks and you see with crystal clarity what the diagnosis is and what you should be doing. Unfortunately, that doesn't quite match up with what you're actually doing. The first thing to do is stop and be honest about it. Explain to the patient that on thinking about the history in more detail, you would like instead to examine a different system. You could even briefly outline why examining the new system is so important. For example, in a falls case, doing a cardiovascular exam to check for pulse abnormalities or murmurs. You will find yourself tight on time. There's no avoiding it. But it's much better to do a clearly signposted exam in as much detail as possible than trying to painfully fudge two together halfway through. Problem five. It all gets a bit too much. These exams are stressful, emotional days. It's not that uncommon for everything to boil over and a few tears to be shed. Or to have a complete emotional breakdown and collapse into a hysterical ball. But that's enough about your long case exam, Johnny. We're here to offer help to the doctors of tomorrow. It's okay to get overwhelmed and upset. The examiners are used to it. And they're usually half-decent human beings who will have some empathy for you. Stop. Take a few deep breaths and compose yourself. It's possible to salvage the situation. Most students feel like these exams are going a lot worse than they seem to the examiners. But even if it has all fallen apart, past the point of no return, it's just one station in a series of exams. No one fails the whole exam due to one bad station. So, in between stations, use those next few minutes to take a moment and put it behind you. There's time for tears later and you've got an exam to boss. Get your head back in the game and crack on. As we've said before, it's usually nowhere near as bad as you think. So, that's all folks for Season 3. We've talked about differential diagnoses, the seven or was it nine deadly sins of long case exams, and even provided an emergency plan of what to do when it all goes wrong. Not that it will. You've got this. Best of luck, and we'll see you on the other side. This podcast is sponsored by NHS Trusts in the North East and North Cumbria. For more class NHS facilities and clinicians, to stunning landscapes, vibrant towns and cities, as well as some of the most affordable housing in the UK, our region has got it all. Finding your place with us will open a world of outstanding medical training opportunities and unrivaled quality of life. It's time to head north. NHSfindyourplace.co.uk